so for today's episode, I will be showing you two major companies that absolutely have zero regard for the health of our planet. Uh, so one of those companies is actually FedEx. For those of you who don't know, FedEx is kind of one of the big fort shipping companies here in the U.S. There's FedEx, UPS, the USPS, our, our post office, and uh, DHL. And a, they're also a well-known company internationally. They're one of, you know, a very top shipping company internationally as well so ups usps and dhl they've all adjusted their policies to ban the shipping of shark fins through their company so if you give them a call uh you're and ask them you know what are you restricted on shipping and they or if you're allowed to ship uh shark fins they're gonna tell you no it's illegal well it's not like they'll tell you no it's not prohibited within their company uh depending on the country you live in and what country you're trying to ship to it could be legal uh like here in the u.s uh, it's illegal so uh that would obviously mean that you can't use usps uh for that but uh, DHL and UPS said, no, we're not going to allow you to send it. And even a, a shipping company called Air China, they don't allow the transportation of shark fins either. So back in August 18th, 2015, uh, UPS had sent out a tweet stating, UPS has banned shark fin shipments following consultation with the WWF at world underscore wildlife for those of you guys who don't know what WWF is they are kind of that one uh, organization that's been kind of <laughs> how would you say like promoting uh, conservation for these endangered species that are kind of trying to make the human side of things more envi environmentally conscious and friendly and protecting these species that kind of need our help um so all these companies are banning shark fin uh shipments except for fedex and i actually gave them a call i wanted to confirm because last time i heard about this oh gosh it was back in early 2021 late 2020 so that's when I had first heard about FedEx still allowing it. And I wanted to make sure um, that was still the case before I ended up filming this episode. And so I actually gave FedEx, the main corporation, a call. And I got through to their restricted items uh, team and went through the entire list and you know, shark fins is not a restricted item. You were, I'm, st I would still be allowed to send out shark fins, um, through their company. So unfortunately, you know, FedEx still hasn't jumped on that train yet. Hasn't gotten aboard, uh, this environmentally friendly train, and we need them to because I, I 
I'm not quite sure how familiar you guys are with shark finning, but it's been happening since the year 16, uh, 16. It's been happening since the year 600 when shark fin soup was first introduced uh, by one of the Chinese dynasties. And originally it started out as a soup that shows your power. So it's something that the emperor would have. And then it became something a little more accessible to um the civilization uh in china so they it'd be a special events food uh from weddings to events to ceremonies you know it's only served during those special events but now it can be eaten whenever you want you just go to a restaurant get it and it's not just in china now it's actually spread out to some other uh asian cultures uh as well but it's been happening since the year 600. Now, back then, they didn't really have all these massive boats and couldn't really go bring in a whole bunch of sharks because, you know, it's the year 600. They're over here on wooden boats and all that stuff. But now, now that we technology's advanced, we have all these massive boats and all this uh, accessibility to the wide open ocean. Now we're seeing 100 million sharks that are being murdered and mutilated every single year. There's a really good documentary show on this. Um, it's called Finn. Now, I'm not sure if any of you guys have heard of it or seen it. Uh, I'm going to be... Actually, I think it might already be up on the website. Uh, include on the research pages on our website. But... Let me see. But um, if it's not already on there, then yeah, we're, we'll definitely add that to uh, to the website. Um, there, It's not on there. I just looked. Uh, so I'll be adding that after I release this podcast. But we also do have a couple other uh sources out there review revolution uh a film film by rob stewart i don't know if any of you guys know who he who he is but he was the first he was a filmmaker that released the uh the documentary shark water and that kind of got him involved in all this but uh revolution's really good uh video to watch it's free through his website but there's also the documentary called Finn, and that kind of also opens up your eyes to the uh, the traumas and this dark side of um, our interaction with sharks. And uh, one of these companies that or organizations that are working with the conservation of sharks and stingrays is the Patty Aware Foundation. Uh, now, I'm not sure if you guys know who Patty is. Patty is people that actually do the, um, the shoot, what's it called? <laughs> uh, 
the scuba diving uh, certification. So their their company is the one that actually does all those certifications and everything. Uh, but they actually work with the uh, Aware Foundation, and they've teamed up together. And not only are they running conservation project uh, programs for sharks and stingrays, but they're also fighting against ocean pollution and climate change too. Um, you can check out their website. It's going to be in the description of our podcast. If you can't see that, it's going to be paddy, P-A-D-I dot com forward slash aware. Um, so, yeah, you know, sharks, like all the other apex predators on the planet, they play an integral part in the health of our ecosystem. You know, the ocean needs the presence of sharks to maintain the fish population because if the fish population doesn't become maintained, you know, they'd be uh, just be complete overrun uh, on the coral reefs and it'll just look like a, sh- a nightmare. <laughs> um, but yeah, sharks are very important to the health of our ocean. Uh, unfortunately, you know, FedEx just isn't doing their part to help uh, return that health uh, of the ocean to its prime example. Uh, But one of the other companies that is also kind of given a big FU to our environment is the massive, massive corporation of Procter & Gamble. Now, the name may sound familiar. That's because they are in practically every industry. (laughs) Uh, They own Charmin, Crest, Dawn, Downey, Febreze, Gain, Gillette, uh, Head & Shoulders, uh, Olay, Oral-B, Pampers, Pantene, Tide, Vicks, and so many more. They have their, they're like the big, <laughs> the the big old big company there where they make pens and lighters and all that. They make everything. So they have their hand in quite a good amount of uh, healthcare, um, personal care products, and home care products and all that. Uh, however, Procter & Gamble or PNG, short forever, whichever one you prefer, they've been completely obliterating our planet in those unnecessary ways. So they are fueling a treated toilet pipeline, which threatens our climate, the indigenous communities, not only in Canada, but also in Brazil and the Amazon. And they and the very iconic boreal uh, caribou that are up in Canada. So they are kind of behind this destruction and deforestation of the boreal forest up in Canada. And every minute, a small city block's worth of the boreal forest is clear-cut just to produce, well, in part to produce Charmin toilet papers and their products. So the boreal forests in Canada are being completely strip-mined, and PNG is one of the faces behind it. 
They also are using palm oil and palm kernel oil in some of their products that they sell, which uh, if you haven't been seeing the news story, not only is it not good for our health, it's completely terrible for the environment and the way they get these uh, oils and the way it's produced. It's just all terrible. Both of those oils there's just have no purpose in ever being used because it's not good for us, right? It, it shouldn't be involved in our product. There's been some researches and it's, some are saying it's connected to cancer and it's just really bad type of thing, but they're still using it in a lot of their products. Uh, so even some of the descendants of PNG's founders, their original founders, are publicly criticizing the company's role in forest defor- in forest destruction. Um, like back in October of 2020, so not last October, but the uh, October uh, before, Jules Feeney, I believe is that's how you pronounce her last name, and Justine Epstein. Uh, wrote a letter to PNG calling them to end the destruction of forests around the world and, and to end their part in such a heartbreaking um, practice that is currently going on. And not only did they sign it, but it was the letter was also co-signed by 88 descendants of both the Proctor and Gamble families. This is like so many other companies uh, where now the families of the founders are kind of writing to these com- to the companies and trying to get these companies to change their ways like the uh one of the grand ch- uh, grandchildren of Disney had uh wrote to the company saying that the Disney employees pay raise needs to be higher and that the CEO's $6.23 billion salary is absolutely insane, which it is. Nobody should be getting paid that much. Um, but it, it, this is like the, it, one of the times where these people are actually doing their job they're taking the very types of powers varying types of powers that they have and using it for the good um whether it be environmentally wise uh human uh related to human work uh conditions or any types of social issues like that you know they're doing it how they they're helping in a way that they know they can help um, so this is our time to become more environmentally aware before we end up killing our planet and our species as well. I mean, it's been said so many times by all these great scientists, you know, if anyone's going to end up killing the human civilization, it's going to be humans. There's no one else to blame other than us uh, because we completely destroyed our home and we despite all the signs all the warnings we continue to uh, work against what we're needing to do 
Uh, I've personally already spoke with my family about switching to a more environmentally friendly uh, company for our toilet paper needs. Uh, One way that you can consider with your family or in your home is to install a bidet to your toilets. Yes, it is that little fancy little Japanese booty washer. And a little—I'm not quite sure how it works. I've never used one before, but I think you turn the knob and a little, just a little spray, spray, (laughs) and it washes your little dirtiness away. Um, But they are incredibly eco-friendly since they kind of delete that need for toilet paper. But they also make life easier on your plumbing because as any plumber will tell you um solid waste does a lot more damage to your pipes than liquid waste and you know reducing your need for uh all that toilet paper it will really take it easier on your uh pipes as well and really give them that longer lifespan that they're supposed to have um (laughs) 